Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Hopefully you can all see me okay. There we go. So today, my good friend, Matthew John, is back with us for a special show, a special call. And we're going to be talking about why everything could change in 2024 and to how to make it your best year yet. And so some of what we're going to talk about today uh, we're going to talk about why Pluto's and Jupiter's transits are likely to create a monumental change on the planet, what to expect from a numerological eight year and why it may actually be a good thing, what world events to expect in 2024 in USA, Canada, and the rest of the world, what you need to know to effectively use the law of attraction in an, in an economic recession, how to find your service work when the planet needs you the most, how you can accelerate the path to merging with your twin flame or soulmate and so much more. Of course, Matthew is going to be taking some live color questions today, doing some mini readings, and he's going to be leading the live viewers who are here with us right now through a 2024 highest possible timeline activation. And so, of course, you can always um, watch or listen again on YouTube or on the podcast to receive the activation again. Right. So uh, for those of you who don't know Matthew, he's been with us many, many times. We love having him on the show. We I always come back with like major ahas, you know, clarification, wisdom, etc. So much. So I really enjoy these conversations with Matthew. So today, um, like I said, if you don't know Matthew, like I said, he's been with us many times for sure. He's very gifted, very talented. And he is an internationally recognized spiritual teacher. He's an intuitive, a psychic, a medium, a trans channeler, an intuitive astrologer, a starseed guide, an energy healer, a medical intuitive speaker, and spiritual life coach mentor, working with angels, archangels, ascended masters, and the, and the galactics. He is a gifted intuitive, a wisdom channeler, a trans channel, and a transmitter of healing frequencies. So like I said, he is powerful, gifted, talented, so we have a lot uh available to us in store through Matthew with his with his wisdom his experiences his insights and we are really looking forward to finding out you know what is 2024 going to be like for all of us right so we are going to be taking some live color questions some readings etc and so I know some of you have already got your hand raised <laughs> which is great and so um Matthew I'm excited so please everyone join Matthew join me in welcoming Matthew back to the show <laughs> yes so, Ma yes welcome back oh. hi thanks for having me back really I'm very excited and uh I think this is our your season finale right so it is yes I I, you always seem to have me on as either the season premiere or the season finale, and I'm very honored for both. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be a great way to uh, close out 2024 or 2023 as we enter into 2024. Exactly. And so, the, you know, it's a, it's a major time of transition, right, for everyone, yeah. right? We're going through this transition of going through the holidays, ending 2023, beginning 2024. So there's a lot on our minds, right? Yeah. Personally. Yeah um globally globally you know what's going on with the world with our family just everything we're all thinking about okay what do we want to create for 2024 what can we expect in 2024 and at the same time how can we end 2023 on a positive calm completion type of note yeah. right yeah and maybe that's the best place to start is because you know we are wrapping up a year and actually you know for those of you that and there's a huge live zoom audience right now which i'm really thrilled and I know a lot of people will be watching the recording, 
you know, if you're watching it before the end of, uh, of 2023, we just had a full moon that was exact last night on Boxing Day on the first night of Kwanzaa, uh, December 26th. And this was, you know, the full moon that bookends, uh, it puts a bow on 2023. And it was the most positive. It is, you know, we're on it right now. It is the most positive full moon of the entire year, which is pretty cool to end 2023 on such an energetically high note. Uh, it's a full moon in Cancer, but Jupiter is making uh, a very benevolent, very benevolent aspects to both the sun and the moon, a trine and a sextile. Saturn is also making a trine and a sextile to the moon. And Saturn has been very softened in Pisces. Well, we'll get into Saturn a little bit today because Saturn's got this Jekyll and Hyde um, character to it. But in this context, Saturn and Pisces being all about a spiritual re spiritual evolution is the word and um, very powerful dreams and prophecies that people are receiving connections, uh, you know, communication with the other side. That's making very nice aspects to this full moon. And this full moon is also... Um, it's it's happenstancing with Chiron, Chiron the wounded healer, which in astrology is, is known as the most important asteroid. It represents it's it's known as colloquially the wounded healer in astrology. It represents both our most wounded self, which actually comes over from other lifetimes and childhood, and it also represents our highest destiny, especially as healers. That's why it's called the wounded healer, because all healers. In reality, myself, you, all of us, we come from some sort of trauma, illness, tragedy, etc. We come from woundings, right? Our healership develops from wounding. So not only is this full moon to end the year very beneficial overall, very lucky, fortunate overall, Jupiter in Taurus is already a very fortunate aspect and it's really, really just, I mean, it, it's such a close um, orb of the trine and the sex out to, to the full moon that it's really, really pouring in this very lucky, fortunate, prosperous, benevolent energy. Um, but not, so not, it's not just about that. It's also about harnessing this good fortune energy to really step us into our healership is the word I like to use. Step us into our destiny as healers, as light workers, as service workers on this planet. In fact, the Chiron, uh, Chiron station, which I started talking about, is conjunct the North Node in Aries, and the North Node represents our soul's destiny on the Earth. The, the North Node, on an individual level, represents the direction that our soul is driving us forward on this planet. On a collective level, the North Node represents the direction that the collective is being driven forward by the by the collective oversoul. So on a personal level, this is an opportunity for us to transmute our wounds, our pain, our trauma into stepping up into being the most refined, newest, most high vibrational version of self that is going to really be stepping up the game as far as being healers and awakeners and light workers on this planet. And actually what part of the work we're going to do today, and I'm so glad that so many people are on the live call is we're going to be doing a timeline activation to move you into a higher timeline to your highest possible timeline 
so that you're going to ride this wave of energy of good energy into 2024 and really be able to fully embrace and embody and be grounded in the true healer and the true awakener, the true activator, the true light worker, the true service worker that you can be. And the other thing about great thing about this full moon that is ending 2023 is that it's it's the matriarchy, it's the divine feminine, it's cancer. Can't every time we have a, a full moon in Cancer Capricorn, it's about how do we balance the divine feminine and the divine masculine? How do we balance yin and yang? How do we balance the right brain and the left brain? How do we balance the, the matriarchy and the patriarchy? How do we balance the um the feminine energies in all ways that they manifest and the masculine energies in all ways that they manifest, both on a personal level and on a global level, right? So we have the opportunity right now to really focus on the feminine aspects of life. And that's for everyone, man, woman, other. And to focus on the feminine aspects, you know, first of all, anything that helps you really feel, you know, uh, it kind of embraced and, and at home in the feminine energy. So any, you know, for some people, it's dance or some people it's singing for some people, it's doing a ritual on their altar, etc. But not just that, it's also about the feminine energies within us and the feminine energies within us are the energies of trust of intuition of flow right the right the, the left brain is we need it it's necessary to live life in human form and we could say that's capricorn the left brain is the logical mind it's like it's thinking through life okay planning out thinking and there's there's a time and a place for that Capricorn season. We also do need to focus on that, but as soon as the cancer, and that's kind of been the focus since the solstice, as soon as the cancer full moon hits, it's like, okay, now we really shift our focus to the other side of that, which, as I said, is the intuition, the flow, flowing through life, feeling through life. Like one of the things I'm most proud of myself personally, as, as far as my 2023 is that I've become better than in any previous year in my life of feeling through life versus thinking through life. And I have found my best decisions come from feeling through life. My, the, the most, the coolest, most magical experiences, and this was a great year for me, happened through feeling through life rather than lot. There may have been some logical planning after I followed the feeling, but it was feeling through life. And that's cancer. That's the feminine frequencies. So I'd love to hear in the chat and, you know, anyone that wants to share, like what, you know, what were you most proud of in 2023? What did you, how did you become more refined? How have you become more spiritually elevated, more spiritually mature? How have you stepped deeper into your healership, into your service work, into your service mission right now versus at the end of 2022? Um, I'd love to see some people in the chat. And, you know, Alara, what, how about you? What what was uh, the, the thing you really developed this year? Well, for me, it was the trusting, trusting in the divine, trusting yeah. in the journey. You know, that was, that's been a big, uh, really trusting, not just saying I'm going to trust, but truly trusting. Right. And and really feeling that trust and um, flowing with it, right? And, and you a acting big transition on it. this <laughs> yes. year, right? So you really had to, right? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, that's uh, that that's been a big learning and a big um, going deeper into that trust. Right. I, I, you know, because as much as I've trusted before, it was not always 
you know, as deep because I am a thinker. Me too. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I, I do too. think yeah. and I try to figure yeah. out and plan and think, but the trusting and going with that flow um, is it really makes everything just fall into place more smoothly and flow. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's what I found uh, really happened this year a lot. Yeah. And that's the essence of the, the cancer energies of the feminine energies right there. And, you know, I would say it's it's so important. I, it's no coincidence that, you know, uh, this year, you know, the transition from 2023 to 2024, we're having this cancer full moon with all these Jupiter aspects and, and the Saturn aspects that is leading us in it. You know, last year, the cancer full moon occurred on the other side, it occurred in January, 2023. So we can think of that 2023 was really bookended actually by these cancer full moons. Um, and it's it's meant to be that this cancer full moon this time around is actually pushing us, leading us into 2024, which we're going to talk about at length today. Um, but I just I just want to comment something yeah. on what Bridget wrote in the chat, Absolutely. and it's yeah, yeah. and it's about acknowledging the synchronicities, right? So yeah. really acknowledging those the synchronicities or the or the for me the the trust and and being in the flow, acknowledging that helps you to recognize them more in your life as they show up as well right so oh, acknowledgement yeah. is huge for sure so that's that's wonderful Bridget absolutely and it's like it's one of the most common questions that people ask me is like you know or, or frustrations that people express to me that they feel like they can't uh, hear their guides they feel like that or they can't hear their loved ones from the other side right or they feel like you know other people like they see me like oh you have such this amazing connection with your guides and your channel and all that like what about me why can't i do that and the number one obstacle it's kind of ironic is is the belief in it um when when one isn't really seeing the signs or hearing the signs they're just not paying attention and giving acknowledgement to the signs that are already there and the signs are and synchronicities are very subtle at least at first, like when one is first waking up to the spiritual journey, oftentimes they're very subtle. And the more you start to recognize them, you realize, oh, wow, I, I just walked outside, you know, to, to take my, my trash can out and a fox ran across the street. Whoa, you know, in, in before spiritual waking, you might think, oh, it's a fox. Or someone who was in fear might think, oh, it's a rabbit, right? What's it doing in my neighborhood, right? Someone post-spiritual awakening is like, oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? And then you think, oh, you think back to your, you know, have you seen a fox in dreams? Um, does it, did a fox mean something to, you know, any of your ancestors? Or just simply what is the, you know, spirit animal kind of meaning of a fox? It's about fun and, and curiosity and spontaneity and letting loose, right? Every time I see a fox in my life, because I'm, I'm a hard worker, as you know, I, I, I'm bordering on a workaholic if not maybe a workaholic <laughs> and yeah. like every time a fox come across my path i know it's my dad from the other side like reminding me like matt take a break you know <laughs> do yeah. something fun for for a couple hours or a day because like you know you're, you're doing too much here so yeah the synchronicities the more you pay attention to them the more you see them the more you feel them the more you hear you start to hear the guidance directly it's about paying attention to what's already there. That's the key. Yeah, absolutely. And trusting, like Tina's saying, and surrendering, like Layla's saying, surrendering to the experience, surrendering to what is, you know, yeah. all key, 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 key points. So uh, I'm, I'm so glad you're all sharing that and you're experiencing that in your life this year. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, so as we, you know, start to think about like, okay, we're, you know, this is a very special week as we put a bow on a year that was, it was a crazy year around the planet mm -hmm. as was expected. 2024 will be very likely another crazy year around the planet. But what's important as we go through this, you know, masterclass today is to separate out there versus in here, because throughout human history, there has never been a, even a year where there wasn't some sort of conflict going on out there, except for maybe, I don't know, the heydays, the, the most enlightened periods of Atlantis and Lemuria, maybe, right? But other than that, there's always been conflict. There's always been injustice. There's always been greed. There's always been control, manipulation. There's always been all of these energies throughout human history. The difference is that nowadays the technology is better and we hear about things instantly where we didn't used to. And actually some of you that are of the generation before me will remember a time when you had to read about things in the newspaper the next day, right? Where now it's like literally instant, instantly anything happens, you see it on your phone and immediately get that, you know, rush of, of anxiety, right, from whatever's happening. And we've become so kind of on edge as humans in general because of that, right? So I, I'm happy to talk about like my predictions for 2024 a little bit here because um, I find it fun, actually. I find it interesting to try to relate the astrology and the numerology to like world events and what may happen. That being said, we need to separate that from our our world, our bubble of our world, because the two things are the what's go unless it's directly affecting you, like unless it's literally happening in your town, in your city, in your state, it uh it's almost more of an illusion a lot of times to really get sucked into what's going on in the outside world because it's happening it's playing out on your phone screen on your laptop screen and on your television sc screen it's not happening in your immediate world regardless of what happens in the outside world in 2024 you have the opportunity in your immediate world in your bubble of influence and in your internal world to make it literally the best year you've ever had and that's not an exaggeration and i'm not just trying to put on a rose-colored glasses it, I swear, this can be the absolute best year. Just like 20, there were so there was so much fear that people had coming into 2023, right? About what was going to happen during 2023. Pluto, you know, entering into Aquarius for the first time. Is there going to be, you know, economic disaster? Uh, you know, is there going to be world war? Um, are there going to be, you know, large scale blackouts, power outages, solar flares, all sorts of conspiracy theories about things, right? Well, yeah, there there has been a lot of war, but if you your soul didn't intentionally incarnate you in Israel, in Gaza, in the Ukraine, in Russia, if your soul incarnated you, let's say in the West, right? There's there's a reason for that. That those that are those parts of the world that are affected by war, and this is kind of a tough reality, and and it's hard to accept, but the way I've been taught 
from those beings above me and, and from my guides, et cetera, is that there are no coincidences as to when and where someone decides to be born and when and where someone decides to exit. During the COVID pandemic, right? I mean, we saw more death on the planet in a very short period of time than in a very long time in the, in the planet's history. It is my understanding that all those souls that left, and if you lost someone, you know, I know, knew a lot of people that passed from COVID and, you know, I, my heart goes out to you, but from a soul level, that, those souls have chosen that. And from a soul level, those that are in areas of war or natural disaster or will be in 2024, that's the soul's choosing because it's a collective experience to be in a war zone or to be, uh, let's say, a part of a um, a, a group, a uh, an ethnic group or a political group that is suppressed um, or to be in an area where a pandemic, let's say, more locally sweeps through or a tsunami hits or a volcano hits or whatever. Those are soul. Those are collective soul experiences that are being chosen. If you are not meant to be there, you won't. And that's why it actually is more of an illusion to be afraid of what might happen in the outside world. Because the reality is, if, if your soul has chosen a specific path of service work, a specific path of light work uh, in this life, you will be kept out of trouble. You will be kept out of out of any situations that would take you away from that greater mission. Whereas those that are, are that are in these, you know, parts of the planet where really awful things are happening, again, it's a collective experience that those souls have chosen to take a part in because there's certain karmic lessons, both individually, collectively, as far as families and groups, and also it, what it, it's, they're playing, uh, if you think about if all 8 billion people are actors, and those that are in those areas of the world, they're playing out a play, although it's a disgusting and violent in a lot of ways and, and really you know disheartening play to see, but it's showing the world how, it's showing the world where we're at as a collective. It's showing the world the spiritual discordance that exists in the collective of humanity. And that's what allows those that are in safety and those that are not subject to those experiences right now to be able to further their spiritual evolution so that then continues to leak out to the collective and raise the overall vibration of the collective until eventually years down the line it ain't going to be this year it ain't going to be next year it ain't going to be this decade i'll tell you that but years and years down the line when we have reached the vibrational set point that we don't need war anymore, then we'll be there. We, we're being shown that we need war right now. And the astrology shows us that too. The astrology shows us that very, very uh, clearly. Okay. With, you know, uh, when Jupiter was in Aries, that was when the Russia-Ukraine war really got, got, took off and got worse. It was right before, it was when Jupiter was in Pisces, right before it entered Aries that the war began. Jupiter and Aries uh, coincide with World War II. Um, we had the North Node enter Aries. Okay, Aries is the sign of war because it's ruled by Mars. Mars is the planet of war. And we had uh, the North Node, which is, again, the soul, the overall collective's direction. That is, it, it. there's nothing wrong. It's intentional. It's a, 
an intentional um, desire from the, the collective unconscious of all of humanity to have these certain experiences. And the Aries North Node time is about more war, okay? After a, after the North Node entered Aries, um, it was a couple months after when Pluto, which is uh, Pluto and Mars are the planets of war. Pluto is more about power. Mars is about violence. And when Pluto stationed and when a planet stations like Chiron is stationing today, it has its most influence that it ever has. It's like, it's like it's moving along, it's having some influence, and then it just stops. It just stops and says, here I am, right? I'm going to I'm gonna influence you, right? So when it was literally the day that Pluto stationed, that was October 7th when Hamas attacked Israel and started the whole conflict, right? And it, it's just, it's very likely that 2024, with the North Node in Aries for the entire year, with um, Saturn and Pisces for the entire year, Saturn and Pisces is a what can be a, a wonderful, wonderful um, aspect where it is literally creating spiritual awakening because it's giving us the opportunity to know ourselves on a much deeper level than we're used to. Pisces is the the last sign of the zodiac. It's the house. It's the ruler of the house of the unconscious. Pisces represents all things that we don't see. The other eleven signs represents all things that we can see. Right. So with Saturn being in Pisces, and Saturn is the planet of past lives and karma. So it's helping uh, all, you know, not just like the light workers like us, but it everyone to become more aware of their nature from, uh, you know, who they were in past lifetimes, even who they were, you know, like one of the, my favorite things I like to do in my work is help people understand who they were from the stars, right? You know, being star seeds, being galactic, souls that have come into the human experience right so saturn is causing mass spiritual awakening but the other side of saturn in pisces every time saturn is in pisces and especially with neptune being in pisces as well uh we have fanaticism religious fanaticism and ethnic fanaticism state fanaticism where groups of people become fanatical about who they are and it becomes this intense separation conscious because pisces represents separation conscious it's the two fish what is the glyph of pisces it's right behind me right but it's the two fish swimming in opposite directions meaning it's like no you know i'm right you're wrong no i'm right you're wrong screw you screw you right it's the fish swimming in opposite directions and because of that it you know it's it's about stark duality the age of pisces as a planetary age of 2160 years we're getting ready to exit 2043. We'll find ourselves moving from the age of Pisces into the planetary age of Aquarius. Right. But the age of Pisces has been on this planet about this intense duality between the upper classes and the lower classes, the haves and the have nots races, religions. Right. So what we're seeing in 2024 with Neptune and Saturn, both in Pisces and actually getting within 10 degrees of each other, is this intense fanaticism where the wars, Russia, Ukraine, Israel versus the Arab, uh, you know, nations and factions, et cetera, very likely will not only not stop, but likely get much worse. And it's very likely, and what I've been shown is that as different other Arab factions, nations may get involved and we may have an explosion of war in the Middle East. That being said, if you're not there, you're not meant to be there. 
And if you're not there, you can do light work. You can, you can do, you know, do light work to, um, to assist in finding peaceful solutions. You can do light work to send love and light and, you know, this necessary um, energy of healing to all those that are involved, all those that are affected. But at the same time, it's your role. That's not your role. If you're there, then it's your role. If you're not there, your role is to create the new earth from where you're at. Because the new earth can only be created from places of safety. The new earth can't be created from places of war, right? That's one of the ironies that the elites have pitched to us, not just, okay, not just in the modern day, George Orwell, 1984, okay, this was certainly a, a big theme there, but way before that, all throughout history, medieval times, et cetera, that in order to create peace, you must have war. And it's bullshit. You, you, war makes more war and peace makes more peace, okay? And we knew this in the 60s. And a lot of the astrology is not me. My, my mom and my dad did. And, and, and maybe some of you, right? But we'll work. there's a lot of 60s astrology coming back in 2024, which we're going to have to talk about next. Um, but uh, I don't want to talk for too long. I, I, I know I saw, I saw something was on your mind right there. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I totally agree. <clears throat> you know, like, our job as light workers, as people who work with light, is to raise the vibration of frequency on the planet, is to assist where we can, however we can. Yeah. Um in 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 but based on peace, right? Not on not on yeah. fear, but based on peace and exactly. love and understanding, uh, you know, for humanity, right? And so exactly. we can all do that from wherever we are. That's not something that we uh, and we should honestly be, you know, working on sending out more light so that we can continue to increase the vibration frequency on the planet so that we can have change moving forward, sustainable change moving forward. Right. So what we want to do and absolutely and what we want to do the way I see it as light workers is we're creating the new earth from a place of safety. Those of us that are fortunate enough to be in place of safety. Right. We're creating the new earth from here. And we're creating models, mini models of the new earth. Okay. Um, I was just at, uh, I was so fortunate to be asked to speak at this amazing spiritual conference back in November called Stairway to the Stars in Las Vegas. It was this, you know, conference of just the, the best, brightest, um, you know, uh, people in the new age field, like from all around the world. And it was this like, you know, we, we, we did this, it, it took place at a, a Las Vegas casino at a Las Vegas casino that people told me like, that's like literally the worst place in Vegas. It's cursed. Um, people, there's so many people have died there. Uh, it's like got really bad energy. Right. And we, this conference for a weekend, we took over the whole casino and made it into this just incredible exposition of light and it was like this mini spiritual city within the exhibition rooms for for three days and you know like that's an example like everyone that came not just the speakers the exhibitors but you know thousands of people bought tickets and 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 participated we created this mini little new earth just for three days okay little model of like how we treat each other hugs and love and dancing and celebration and speaking about high vibrational things and mass meditations etc right 
and I, that's why I love, like, I, I put on a lot of retreats and I love going to these speaking conferences. The next one I'm doing is the conscious life expo in Los Angeles in a couple of weeks. And, um, these events, right. And not just these events, but also a lot of light workers that have started to create actual spiritual communities and not spiritual communities like used to exist, you know, let's say back in the 60s, 70s and 80s, which were largely cults, let's be honest. You know, even Osho's, um, if you ever watch Wild Wild Country, that documentary, like even that was a cult, right? Um, but non-culty, actual spiritual communities where essentially it's just people that have um, shared, you know, pitching on a property, property together and are living off grid together where they're growing food collectively. You know, they're using solar panels they're collecting rainwater they're um teaching their kids together which is really this is exactly how um the pleiadians do everything it's like it's so cool to see and also in lemuria this is how we lived life in lemuria was just like this where we built all these little communities where we were all raising each other's kids together and and you know sharing in our organic food etc now albeit you know a lot of most of these communities up to this point are in ecuador they're in costa rica they're in peru you know it in it, uh, it, mexico it's there's not a lot yet in, in the united states because you know things are a little tighter there's a lot more restrictions on what you can and can't do in the u.s or in canada but it, it's gonna just start to proliferate more and more around the world and one of the cool things is like okay so we have pluto entering into aquarius right and a lot of you might have already heard about this i talk about it all the time this is the grandest, most important um, transit in astrology since 2020, when we had uh, Jupiter and Saturn conjunct and Saturn and Pluto uh, conjunct and Ju Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto were doing the stance together, which launched the COVID pandemic, right? Something was going to happen in 2020 with all these uh, big heavyweight planets getting together in Capricorn. And Capricorn can be very, very, you know, uh, harsh. And it certainly has been and was. Um so since then, you know, this is the biggest astrological transit is Pluto, which is the outermost planet. So it has, the outer planets have more of an effect on the collective than um, on the individual. And the Pluto is the outermost planet. So Pluto divides our world and our, our world history into epics, into epics. Okay. So into eras and Pluto's eras are 16 to 24 years in length. Right. So we're wrapping up a 16 year era or epic from 2008 to 2024 which was Pluto and Capricorn. Pluto and Capricorn. Capricorn is, we're in Capricorn season right now. Capricorn's a wonderful sign. It's about connecting with the earth. It's about legacies, right? It's about um, your structures. Like literally without the uh, energy of Capricorn, there would be no roads. There would be no airplanes. There would be no homes. There would be no, uh, you know, uh, factories. There would be, you know, none of that. We'd be living primitively, right? So Capricorn's a wonderful thing, but... Capricorn is hierarchical in nature, okay? So because it's ruled by Saturn, and Saturn is a hierarchical in nature planet where it's 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 a pyramid-type structure. So uh, during the 16 years of Pluto and Capricorn, 2008 to 2024, I like to, you know, kind of uh, describe it as we've seen the proliferation of hyper-capitalism, disaster capitalism, to the nth degree, it, it's the it's like the last just intense foray of the darkness of the planet into 
this hyper capitalism, the, the oligarchies of the planet, which really are in charge of things, have just created this, this system where the, it's a vacuum that has sucked the money and the energy from the lower classes of the planet. And, and there's no country on the planet that's exempt from this to an extent that we've never seen in human history, where the gap between not just the 1%, but the 0.001% and the 99.999% has become so wide that it's it's literally a handful of people now controlling the entire world's wealth. Elon Musk, okay, in 2004 had a net worth of 2 billion. 2023 his net worth is 237 billion, okay? So it, that's $233 billion, which is more than the GDP of most countries, that literally that amount of, of wealth could feed the entire world. One third of, of planet Earth is actively starving. It's worse now than it's been in a long time as far as planetary starvation. We're literally we're, one third. We're talking about almost three billion people are actively starving. Okay. And that money, that 233 billion, right, could feed every every person on the planet for a year or longer. And it's sick, right? But that was Pluto and Capricorn. Pluto and Capricorn was this hyper disaster, greed, parasitical capitalism to the absolute nth degree. Now, when Pluto moves into Aquarius, it is a stark contrast because Capricorn is hierarchical in nature, where Aquarius is egalitarian in nature. The nature of Aquarius itself is egalitarian, okay? In the 60s, I told you we talk about the 60s, when my parents were hippies and dropping acid at every music festival, okay? And I think that's probably how they met, right? <laughs> but um, back in the 60s, we had this lineup of nine planets in Aquarius for a certain time. It was 1963. And a lot of people um, that were born, you know, during that time, like carry that, it was eight, eight planets, sorry, uh, carry that um, intense Aquarian frequency with them. And, you know, they're part of the, the ones that are leading this Aquarian revolution as we're going to, is going to intensify more and more over the next couple decades. And back in 1968, 69, we also had, um, a Jupiter and Uranus conjunction, okay? And that's something that is going to repeat in 2024. On Earth Day, April 20th, 2024, which is also the birth date of my new puppy, Buddha. My mom and I got a new puppy. So, um, but uh, so on his birthday and on Earth Day, um, we're going to have a Jupiter Uranus conjunction where uh, they're going to meet in Taurus, which is earthy. Taurus is is about the environment, right? But Uranus is about revolution and it's about technology, okay? It is the ruler of Aquarius. It's also about egalitarianism. Um, what is you know just and fair for all? How can collectives all work together as one? How can collectives all join together as one, you know? Um, like the hippie kumbaya vibe of the 60s, right? So 1968-69, on a technological, um, in a, the technological sphere, we had uh, we had the moon landings. We had the first Apollo moon landings, right? At least we think. 
did we really? I don't know. <laughs> Supposedly, some people say Stanley Kubrick on his deathbed, you know, confessed that they were filmed in a Hollywood studio. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers song, right? You know, space might be the final frontier, but it's filmed in a Hollywood basement, right? I don't know. I don't know. Je ne sais pas. But um, regardless, it was, whether it was real or not, it was kind of this um, exposition of technological revolution, right? Which coincided with uh, with Jupiter and Uranus. So, but not only that, this was the peak of the anti-Vietnam uh, protests, 1968-69, right? This is when, you know, everyone, my parents, et cetera, were like, fuck school, fuck college, fuck nine to five jobs, fuck all of this, you know, uh, let's just go drop acid and just, you know, live as one because this world, you know, Nixon, fuck Nixon, fuck all this war, right? let's let's it that was the aquarian vibe and that coincided with the jupiter uranus conjunction so we're going to see so not only that we have pluto in aquarius entering into aquarius which where it will be for the next 20 years right and that happens on january 21st so we're only four weeks away um not even four weeks away and uh that jupiter in and in, in uranus conjunction coinciding with pluto and aquarius is it's the doorway it's we're, we're in 2024 we open the door and we take our first step as a collective into the aquarian age into the age of aquarius that's this is what it means jupiter gives life gives growth to whatever it comes into conjunction with okay it's coming into conjunction with uranus which is the ruler of aquarius it's giving life it's it's like taking a lighter and lighting the candle that is the age of Aquarius, okay? Look, a lot of people going back to the harmonic convergence of 1986, going back to the uh, supposed pole shifts of 98 to 2001, going back to the Mayan calendar ending in 2012, going back to the conjunctions of 2020, have used those dates in particular, 86, 2000, 2012, 2020, as like, we're in the age of Aquarius. The way I see it, those have been previews they've been energetic previews in the collectives uh in the collective of what the age of aquarius is going to be right that the fifth dimension song this is the dawning of the age of everyone sing age of aquarius right um that was in the 60s right all of this stuff started in the 60s then the harmonic convergence of 86 each was a little step forward right if you think of it as like god or a source or the universe with a dropper like you know you know when you um you use a, a herbal tincture and you're using a dropper it's like okay the first couple drops were in the 60s then more drops in 86 the harmonic harmonic convergence which i was born like right during the harmonic convergence essentially by the way right and then after that uh okay 2000 and then 2012 and then it's like it starts to pour and pour 2020 and now 2024 it's like uh, uh, you know a tap like turning a tap on of the aquarian energy the pluto in aquarius age lasts from 2024 through 2043 2044 the most western astrologers concur that the planetary age of aquarius from an astronaut from an astronomy standpoint and astronomy astrology are intertwined naturally is 2043 2044 so anywhere between 2042 and 2024 
is when we truly enter the age of Aquarius from a planetary standpoint, right? We may be in the shadow, kind of in, in the intermediary between Pisces and Aquarius. Again, the age of Pisces on the planet has been marked by stark duality, contrast, factions, right? Dualistic factions that can't seem to get along with each other. Whereas as we step into the planetary age of Aquarius, it's about equality and living as one collective. And as a corollary, we will see, uh, vibrationally speaking, our collective raise notch very slowly at first, but then it'll take off more. It uh, Spiritual evolution is logarithmic, by the way. Okay, it starts very slow and then it, it, it picks up speed. It's not like that. It's like this. And as a collective, we got to get through the the really the muck. We got to get through the, the, the tough shit first of all of the wars on this planet that the 2020s, I'm just going to be honest with you, are very likely going to be marked by world war. Okay. Um, and we're already at the beginning of it. it. It started with Russia, Ukraine. Now, you know, Israel and, and the Arab nations and over the next couple of years, we're going to probably see nonstop conflict in the Middle East, in Russia, and in other areas of the, of, of the planet, in, in Europe as well. And it just is what it is. It it and I don't I don't want to just say every anything's out for sure. It's just what I've been shown. It's what the Syrians have told me. It's what I've seen. It's what the astrology tells the story of. Okay, Uranus and Gemini. Uranus moves into Gemini in twenty twenty five. Uranus and Gemini coincided with the the um, with the American Revolution, with the French Revolution. The other thing about you know this whole idea of revolution, okay, when it comes to um, to you know this Aquarian energy, um, we saw you know uh, 1775 and, and 1778. I just mentioned the uh, the American Revolution and the French Revolution, right? We also did see that uh, Jupiter uh, Uranus conjunction happen as well. Again, Jupiter giving life to that that idealistic and that revolutionary energy of Aquarius. So how does that actually manifest on the planet? Well, it's likely going to be over the next couple of years, a lot of revolutions like Peru just had a revolution that was squashed, you know, um, last year. And a lot of countries around the world are going to see some sort of revolution overthrows of power. Okay. Potentially dictators getting overthrown around the world. Um, in general, in every country, even the Western countries, which see, relative stability you know i mean as crazy as the politics are in the united states it's a lot more stable than in other countries um there will be lots of this rhetoric and this groupthink that will be like oh we're done with being controlled by the we're done with the rules for for me not for thee we're done with this just sense of um you know us being the proletariat and just you guys can do whatever you want right and as a corollary to that, we'll see more and more suppression of information, okay? That's another thing about when uh, Uranus enters into Gemini in 2025. Do you think censorship is bad right now on YouTube? And it is bad, right? It's going to get worse. It's going to get way worse in 2024 leading into 2025. So it's these two, you know, everything is um, a reflection of everything else. But there's going to be a lot of this revolutionary energy, right? We've got elections coming up. You know, we've got... Uh, who knows coming up, but anyways, I don't want to talk too much. Um, yeah, so there's a, there's a lot coming up, but again, you know, 
even with the wars, the conflicts, everything that's coming up, it still is an opportunity for all of us to go within and focus on ourselves and do our work as well. And so if 2024 is going to be the beginning of the getting into the Aquarian age, what does that mean for us uh, individually, personal, well, not personally per se, but more at, at an individual level? Um because I'm 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 trying to think like okay so what is it going to mean for me for the next twenty years from 2024 to 2044? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, on a personal level, you can look at um, where is Aquarius in your chart, which house is that in? That's going to show you. Okay, um, that's how if you want to look at the effect of whether it's the full moon or the new moon or an, or an eclipse or any of the outer planets, look to what house in your chart. And look to what planets in your chart. Now, a lot of you are probably thinking or saying out loud, like, how? I don't know how to do that. I'm not an astrologer. You're the astrologer. You tell me, right? Well, that's what I'm here for. And we've got a number of special offer packages. And package B and C include private readings with me. Um, I literally have availability as soon as January 1st, like New Year's Day. Okay. So if you want to start off your, your 2024 with a reading, and I'm happy to look at your astrology. I'm happy to tell you how all this will influence you. And what the outlook for you can be uh, will be for 2024. And also, I'd love to do some readings on today's call. But from you know, that's how you really know how it's going to affect you. But overall, just think about okay, we're moving from this energy of like uh, structure. Capricorn is not just about hierarchy, but it's about structure, stability. Kind of, you could think of it as although a lot has changed over the last. 16 years on the planet at the same time think of it as the elites have just continued to put band-aids over these really um deep and very real societal problems right now there is this nefarious side of things that maybe that's intentional maybe they want to make things worse right but if you don't or think of it as as just the stars have continued to put band-aids over all these really really crucial society problems number one on the top of the list is the intense gap between wealth and poverty right and now that pluto is moving to aquarius that those band-aids just they're gonna fall off in your life where have you put band-aids over things your health your finances uh you know maybe you've been in a career in a job that you felt just stuck in right? Maybe it is in a Capricorn-esque or Saturn-esque hierarchy at, at, at work, right? Where have you felt like you've continued to put band-aids over your life with Pluto transiting into Aquarius, which is a very different energy. It's an energy of truth. It's an energy of freedom. And it's an energy of innovation, okay? The solution to these band-aids in your life or these things that haven't gone you know, as you have wanted, maybe ideally, is to innovate, to be creative, to step out of maybe the fear and, you know, to step out of maybe the structure of life that you've known and into something new that you're maybe not used to that maybe involves taking some risks, okay? Aquarius is the absolute risk taker in astrology. OK, it is the planet of risk taking, of courage, of spontaneity. OK, and because Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, 
this transit of Pluto into Aquarius carries that energy uh, very strongly with it. So that's how I would look at it on a personal level, okay? Where have you gotten stuck or continue to put band-aids over things? And as the energies shift to this Pluto and Aquarius, your soul, the universe, the stars, whatever, whatever you want to term that is likely going to force you, force your hand to move. Because the other thing about the North Node in Aries, so I, as I said, I was born like right around the harmonic convergence. The harmonic convergence happened with the North Node in Aries, okay? Uh, I'm having my North Node return right now because I was, I'm a North Node Aries and we're having North Node Aries season right now. And North Node Aries on a personal level is about leadership and courage. Those are the key words, leadership and courage and pushing forward with um, what you're creating on your own without assistance, without, because the opposite vibration of Aries is Libra, where you're leaning on something for safety and support. Aries is about fearlessly moving forward into what you're creating as your highest destiny. So although in one sense, yeah, this Aries North node, we can probably anticipate natural disasters and war getting worse on the planet on a personal level. And also from the perspective of groups, of collectives, of businesses that are going to be innovating. Okay. The, you know, the other thing about Pluto and Aquarius is technology. When Pluto first kind of took its little um, dip, its, its preview into Aquarius earlier this year, Okay, that was uh, January and February. That was when ChatGPT was released. Okay, it's when Lenza AI was released. It's when all these AI platforms were released. And now you can't, you know, go five minutes on the internet without seeing ads for AI stuff, right? AI programs, etc. Okay, most, you know, even astro astrologers and even psychics are like using AI to their advantage now. So that the, 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 if you think about like technology as a graph, like, you know, we may have been like here over the past, I don't know, well, past hundred years, we've been like that. It's going to go like that. Okay. It's going to go parabolic and you're going to see over the next 20 years, you know, you think Teslas are cool. You're going to see flying Teslas very soon. You're going to see um, very soon gas cars be outlawed. You're going to see very soon driving yourself be either outlawed or very, very limited. And, you know, everything is going to be just self-driven, uh, guided by AI. Um, you know, the opportunity to, uh, for people that have the money, you know, to go explore space, for example, right? Um, that just started happening over the past couple of years. But now with Pluto and Aquarius, more and more people are going to get to go in, in, you know, in aircrafts that are able to actually go above the earth and, and go into space um, to travel to, you know, um, private travel to the moon is going to become a thing, uh, soon, you know, eventually private travel to Mars. Um, the other thing is about, you know, Aquarius having to do with technology is as a planet, as we increase kind of the, the level of our, you know, think about if you're an extraterrestrial and you're, you're flying by earth in your craft and you just have a peak at earth, Right. And you are seeing like, you know, cities in, in China and in Bangladesh that are just like, well, not China, actually, but cities in like, you know, poorer countries, African countries that are just like rubble. OK, people 
starving. And, th and then you're flying over other countries like the U.S. and you're seeing all these people driving around like beat up 1994 Honda Civics, burning toxic gasoline that's creating toxic fumes that is depleting the ozone layer, creating this greenhouse effect where all you know now the heat is being trapped in the planet and the the temperatures rising and the ice caps are melting and now god my neighbor he's like he told me last week he's like matt i can't even keep my house in florida like i don't think past a year or two they're raising the insurance rate so high because there's so much flooding where i'm at because the sea level is rising in florida and it's like if you're an alien and you see all this you're like screech uh it's okay. I'll let, let you guys do your own thing. I, let's go explore a different planet. How's Venus doing, right? You're like, wow, these people here, are, they got some work to do, right? But over the next 20 years, as we see this technological revolution on the planet, we see things like flying cars. We th see things like private travel to other planets. We see um, us leaving behind fossil fuels completely. I, I don't think fossil fuels will make it past 2030. I really don't. I don't think we'll be burning um, gasoline uh, or natural gas or uh, maybe anything past 2030, right? But that's the positive aspect of Pluto and Aquarius is we're going to see this technological revolution on the planet that we have not seen since Atlantis. So the, so a lot of growth, a lot of growth coming for, uh, for yeah. all of us. So change, lots of change as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love change. I love growth. I love expansion. Right. Um, Lori, how's Lori says, Hey, how did you know what I tried? <laughs> well, I am psychic. <laughs> <laughs> how many True. miles on your beat up 94 Honda Civic, Lori? I'd love to hear. <laughs> All right. Well, where are we at? Did, did you want to take, uh, did, did you want to do some readings? We haven't done yeah. any readings yet. Yeah. And then we, we you know, we got to do timeline activation. So if we're going to do a reading, um, I, you know, why don't you, I always like when people ask me questions, either ask me a specific question about what I see for 2024 or ask me like about how to overcome whatever your biggest obstacles are are right now to lead you into the best possible 2024. Okay, cool. And I think most people have already raised their hand. So I think we're going to go with um, Rosemary. <clears throat> yeah. 160,000 <laughs> miles of Lori's Honda Civic. That is fantastic. And I, I, I just, I, I had a lot of, beat up cars throughout my life and i still drive a gas car i can't afford a tesla right now i would love to i would love to uh switch to an electric car i just can't afford it right now but i think eventually electric cars are going to become just as cheap as gas cars i i think within a year or two mm -hmm. maybe two two to three years at most um and it'll just kind of be what everyone's driving around uh which you know the jupiter and uranus conjunction taurus that's also about technological revolution because, um, again, you know, 1969 was the um, was the moon landing, right? Um, 19, 1899, 1899 was a Jupiter-Uranus conjunction, and that was when the Wright brothers first started experimenting with gliders, and were you know that started the uh, the trajectory towards them making the first airplanes, right? So we've seen um, technological revolution also coincide with uh, that Jupiter Uranus uh, conjunction. So, um, and with it being in Taurus, 
it's about the earth it's about sustainable energy okay you know my belief is that eventually we'll head into scalar technologies and um my belief is that the scalar technologies already exist and i i think they're being hidden by military militaries and you know us especially um because it's oil is still the most profitable thing on the planet and until they take every drop of oil from the earth they'll continue to perpetuate it and then once that's all gone then i'll be like oh now everyone switched to electric cars and it's already happening because they're already anticipating running out of oil i i believe and uh, but i think see the the electric vehicles and things that are run on you know things that are run with connection to 5g and then 6g and you know yeah it may not be great for the body but at the same time our bodies are adapting to the new frequencies which is really interesting um but that'll be just the intermediary and eventually it'll be scale scalar uh energy does not work on a frequency band as um as like 4g 5g or 6g just so have you had tom paladino on ever right yeah yeah we did yeah, yeah we had him so yeah so like he creates scalar technologies that is used for healing scalar mm -hmm. technology is the energy of the sun right it's the energy of that stars run on it's not on the same frequency band okay it's closer to light than it is to microwave frequencies or which you know or 5g frequencies etc so everything will eventually be running on that clean scalar energy which is what they do on every other planet other than earth those aliens that i joked about coming from a place you know at a higher vibration seeing that we're still driving 94 civics on uh, on planet earth and still you know living in poverty etc you know the sirius and the pleiades and arcturus etc they all run everything on scalar energy and uh, in atlantis i believe we ran everything on scalar energy as well actually a lot of people think the reason that planes and boats disappear in the bermuda triangle is because there is this giant uh crystal that is buried under the ocean at in in the atlantic ocean you know where the bermuda triangle is that is left over from atlantis that was a scalar energy technology not just me but also edgar casey who i trust a lot um he you know both of us have seen in atlantis that there were these giant giant glowing crystals that were the size of like literal you know nfl football stadiums that were creating the energy that powered everything and there were no power lines there were no power lines at all simply any you would have a crystal in your home that would receive the scalar energy like on a relay from these giant giant crystals and then that's a crystal in your home would power everything around you and that's what they do when I do regression sessions a series. That's what it's like there. That's what it's like in the Pleiades, et cetera. That's what we're going to move to eventually, but probably not till the 2040s. And in, from now until then, we're going to see just everything move from the fossil fuel burning to clean energy in the intermediary. So yeah, Rosemary, um, let's do a reading. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for joining. <laughs> and I'm so happy you picked me. I didn't think I was going to be picked, but anyway. Um... Lucky day. So what do you see for me in 2024? Yeah, just in general, or do you have any like specific? Um, uh, I, I guess um, specifically 
I have to move my office and then, you know, I have to do that January, February and hoping to find a place here in Venice and hoping, you know, everything will go good. So I guess, I guess about that with the finances. So let me see if I get any visions around that. Yeah, it's gonna work out good. Um, you're gonna it's I don't know, did you find the place already or you're just looking, right? Not yet, but I So I re you're you're gonna find you're gonna um Come across a place that you like love and it ain't it's not gonna work out and then it'll be this the next place you find after that that is gonna work out you're gonna end up uh, either with a loan or with um some something like a loan i don't know if it's on cards or if it's a literal loan uh that because you're gonna have to put some money up front for this and um you're gonna find a a wonderful influx of um, money coming in end of March and into April, end of March and into April. Um, and everything's gonna work out great. You're gonna see like really great success in your business, especially June and July. You're gonna do some traveling um, around August, September. Um, and overall, it's gonna be a very good year. Um, some family um, events towards the end of the year. Oh, good, good. So overall, it's gonna be a very good year for you. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. And Awesome. um, if you want to go more in depth, you know, get uh, when we, Alara's going to show us our special offer packages and we got a 10% coupon for, you know, through January 2nd, um, Yeah. we can do Oh, yeah. a, a private reading as well. And we can go into very in depth um, what to expect in 2024 and beyond. Yeah, that would be cool. And also, I want to know about my star origin. Yeah. Star Origins. I'm happy to read Star Origins on uh, the private readings. I'm happy to read past life events. I'm happy to read soul contracts. Um, I, I pretty much leave the door open where you can ask me anything at all and I should be able to answer it. And uh, some of the packages have two private readings, some have three. Um, so you get a progression of readings with me, not just, not just a single reading. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Rosemary. Uh, we're going to go to Teresa. Teresa, you want to unmute yourself? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Hi, Teresa. Yeah, thank you for joining. Are you enjoying the call? Ah, <laughs> uh, very much, very Yeah, much. what do you think about 2024? Are you excited? Mm, yeah, <laughs> sounds like Excited, anxious, a lot both. of things to do, yeah. Mm Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any specific questions about -hmm. 2024 um, for you? Or uh, do you want me to give you just an overall, my overall, overall sense for you for the year? I, I would like to know um, specifically about my life's mission. Yeah. I know I'm supposed to write stories, but these stories are not coming, so I don't know what to do. You want to write, the stories are not coming. Stories Yes. are not coming. Um, so there's a block. And the block is, energetically, it's in the back of your throat chakra. Um, it does root back to past life experiences of being humiliated for um, these stories that you put out. This was back in um, the 1300s, the 14th century, somewhere in Europe. I can see you were this artist and writer 
And there was a specific taboo sort of piece of literature that you put out that was ridiculed and uh, you were kind of humiliated for it. And if you were ever, if like I suffered from bullying very badly when I was in school, if you ever suffered from bullying or anything in this life, like when you were a kid, like energetically, that's the same sort of energy, right? Mm -hmm. So the block within is about it's it's fear of being received fear of being received so your soul wow. the way i see it is pushing you toward opening up this fearless stepping into this this fearless paradigm of this is who i am and i am ready to be received however i'm received and ironically like when you step into that like i've you know had to go through that in my own life um I, it's so funny, like, uh, for some odd reason, Facebook just completely took me off their platform. They deleted my account one morning with no warning for no reason. All my 10,000 business followers just evaporated back in 2018. And it, you know, I took a huge financial hit from that. But the positive of that was that all of my old friends from my teen years, from childhood, from like, I lost touch with like, so many people from my past and some of them i it kind of sucked but a lot of them it was actually a blessing because it's like you know what now i'm fully stepping into becoming this full-time service worker healer teacher and i don't even have to worry about those people because they can't even find me anymore because facebook deleted mm. me off the map right so and I, that's just a funny silly story from my own life but the block in the back of the throat chakra I can see for you, which kind of leaks toward toward the front of the throat chakra as well, is about being received. So if you first make an effort, heal that throat chakra, heal the solar plexus. And by the way, one of our classes in, uh, in 2024, if you sign up for any of the packages, is uh, healing your solar plexus chakra. So that's perfect. And hmm. in fact, if you do package C, you'll also get healing your throat chakra in April. Um, but however you go about healing those chakras, that's just un un unlock that and be willing to be received. However, society, family, friends, et cetera, will receive you. And then that allows the flow of whatever the stories actually, the stories are there. The stories are going to come from, think of it as up here. You could think of it as a guide. You can think of it as um, a part of your consciousness that is the writer. And you just have to get through the fear that's, it may not be totally up here conscious, but it's somewhere in the subconscious, this fear around being received. So does it, some of that make sense? How does that feel? Uh, yeah, thank you. It helps a lot. I will yeah. work on my, on my chakras. Thank you. Well, it's not just about the chakras, but does it make sense also yeah. um, on some level, this uh, the fear of reception? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. And, it, you know, I, I've helped hundreds of people with this sort of thing over the years. So if I can help you one on one, you know, make sure you get one of the packages. So, um, you know, we can uh, we can help you with that. Thank you for your presence. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Teresa. Um, <clears throat> my voice is going. We're gonna go to Layla. Layla, you want to unmute yourself? 
Hello. Hello. Matthew, I'm one of those people who would love to live in community like the 60s. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. And um, I'm curious what's going to happen with my living situation and how I can move forward into creating that. Do you own your house? I don't personally. My family owns this house. Your family owns the house? Is it yours to like potentially sell someday? Yes. Okay. So that would be, that's why I asked. So that's going to be, now it doesn't mean that this is necessarily the year for it. It may not be. Okay. But that will be the opportunity. I would say eventually is moving on from that house. Okay. And then using that, you know, liquidity to maybe not even have to, work per se or at least create something remote service mission service mission type personal business and then that will also give you the equity to live in community do you live out west yes are you in arizona not yet that northern arizona may very well be where your community is that you end up living and i've actually uh i don't know any specifics but i have heard from a few clients over the years that like we're doing something like some off-grid there's a lot of off-grid gritters in northern arizona like around flagstaff um, uh-huh okay so maybe where that's what i'm feeling that maybe where it ends up being and you're right near sedona which is an incredibly powerful portal yeah i feel drawn to that so it i don't know if 2024 is going to be the year that is in your life plan i, I think 2025 is more likely and if you think of it as 2024 is like a year of preparation where you want to step, are, are you a healer? Yes. What do you do? Um, anything. Yeah. Anything and everything. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Do you do it full time or part time? I really just do it practice. I'm not doing it professionally. So I'm that's just... going to be, yeah, that's going to be the, the, the next step forward is Think about it as like, okay, you know, envision yourself living off grid, right? But still wanting to be of service. Now, part of the service is just the community itself, but also like how you're contributing to the community as a healer, which is very Lemurian, very Pleiadian. And, you know, you're definitely have, have had Lemurian lifetimes and Pleiadian lifetimes. Um, and so think about like that energetic contribution, that service work contribution fully developing that or at least stepping to a much deeper level uh, stepping into that on a much deeper level in 2024 so you're prepared energetically okay. and then the more capricorn-esque um practical side of things which i do into it will be selling that home at some point and uh giving you the financial um ability to do this but in the meantime, 2024, my suggestion is to become uh, a professional. Uh huh. And not just for you, but for anyone. One of our, uh, Alara, you can look and maybe tell me which package it's in, but how to be a successful spiritual entrepreneur. This is mm -hmm. my signature masterclass on how to, you know, create your move from being, you know, like, like you are, which is kind of, doing it for practice to doing things professionally and even full-time if you like because this is my journey 
my journey was starting out doing these things for fun while still working other jobs into creating it into a full-time career that sustains me and sustains my family. So, um, you know, yeah. that is package C. very helpful package C. Yeah. yeah. So package C is that one. Yeah. Thank you, Matthew. That's a, that's a three hour masterclass as well. And I, I give away all of my like um, tips of the trade as far as like real practical things, as far as like, you know, even down to marketing. So it's both the energetic and the practical side of things in that uh, all wrapped up in that webinar. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I hope to work with you further. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Alara. You, Layla. Thank you, Layla. Looking forward to seeing you stepping out into the, your healership. Me too. <laughs> Alara, you know, we, we've been talking so much about the packages. I wonder, should we, because um, it's, uh, I know, you know, some some people might not be able to stay till the end for the activation, but maybe we should at least preview the uh, the packages so people can yeah. see what the difference between A, B, and C is. Yeah, absolutely. And then we'll do the activation because yeah, we'll uh, do the timeline activation. Uh, to I'm just gonna share up. my screen. Give me one second. Share my screen. All right, you should be able to see it. Yes. So okay. So what's important to know? Okay, a couple of things. One, these are the biggest, most robust, best value packages I've ever offered on this platform, or probably any platform, if I'm being honest. Okay. These are the best packages we've ever offered, best prices, and there's a coupon. Okay. So, and the coupon uh, is expiring, right? It's, it's only for a couple of days. Yeah. It expires on January 2nd. January 2nd. Okay. So you've got, um, you've got a couple of days. You've got right until the day after New Year's to take advantage of the, how much is the coupon? Is ten percent, and the coupon code is two thousand twenty-four. Perfect. I love it. That, that was a great idea. I love it. Okay, <laughs> awesome. Um, so ten percent off. So yeah, these are by far the best best uh, prices we've ever offered. B and C. Okay, if you want the private sessions with me, go for B or C. And you still have a, a payment plan option for people, right? Yes, a two-part payment plan for sure. Oh, that's awesome. So ten percent mm -hmm. off and a two-part payment plan. There's no extra fee for the payment plan. Um, so it's really, really affordable for you guys. B and C have the private sessions. Okay. B you get two private sessions. You get one in January and one in March. Okay. February is an off month for my program. I'll be in LA and C you get one in January, one in February and one in April. Right. So this is not just a one-off reading where you don't hear from me again. It's not a one night stand. Okay. We get to work together in a progression. All right. So whatever we don't get to in the first reading, We'll get to in March. Whatever we don't get to in March, we'll get to in April. Okay. Um, and you're going to get a lot of time with me to ask me any questions. You want to ask me about your star origins. You want to ask me about your past lives, Atlantis and Lemuria. You want to ask me about uh, your relationships, your soul contracts with your husband, your sister, your mother, you know, your coworker. You want to ask me about your career and your job trajectory. You want to ask me about life purpose. You want me to look into your natal chart. I hope you ask me to look in your natal chart. It's one of my favorite things to do As you know, I'm an astrologer, right? Um, I can look into anything you want me to, uh, any questions on the table. Okay. I'm not one of those, uh, psychics that says, Oh, no health questions, no legal questions. You can ask me anything. Okay. I'll, I'll do my best to answer. So those are package B and C B's got two private sessions. C's got three private sessions. Now it's not just that any of the packages, you get access to my ascending as one program, which is my signature group mentorship program. Okay. We meet on Sundays for these wonderful three-hour calls people from all over the world i have people from almost every continent generally every month that are joining in and there's a telegram group to make friends with 
and to work if you want to you know work with people on on uh, the suggested homework between calls etc but these are three hour calls and uh with the schedules below um they're on sundays you can catch them live at 4 p.m new york time or you can watch the recording and these are not required because a lot of people are like oh i don't have three hours on sundays this is all optional. You could just get the packages and do the readings, but why not take advantage of the group work as well? January 7th, stepping in your highest vibration for 2024. January 14th, healing your solar plexus. January 21st, sacred geometry 101. February is an off month. Then March, we resume healing your heart chakra, a journey to inner earth. Okay. And I have literally had a personal experience and which I will share on that call with an inner earth being. It was the weirdest and wildest experience of my entire life. I had an experience with an inner earth being, and I'll talk all about that. And we'll literally take an astral journey to explore Agartha, to explore the inner earth. And then clearing geopathic stress from your property, which is really important because did you know there are actual correlations between uh, geopathic stress zones, including noxious zones, uh, ley lines, um, underground water and geopathic stress lines that lead to a market increase in the risk of cancer. I'm talking 100 to 200%, okay? Uh, you do not want to have your bed on top of a any of these lines or underground water. So if you don't know how to do these, you know, there's books on all this stuff, but if you want to learn from someone that has over many years, I've cleared this stuff from people's homes, okay? Um, I'm going to teach you how in that class. So that's all in uh, package A, B, and C. You get all those classes. They're also, we do astrology work. So each class starts with me going over the particular specific astrological configurations for every day for the week to come. Okay. And I also go over the macro astrology, like I was doing a little bit in today's call with the outer planets and with the eclipses and with the North and South node and with Chiron and things like that. So you're going to, even if you don't like really understand astrology very well, or you just kind of you know, you're, it's kind of interesting, but you don't really know the terminology and things like that. If you join Ascending as One, you are going to start to learn it because you'll pick it up just through osmosis. A lot of people, um, you know, that come into Ascending as One, they're they're like that. The astrology is kind of foreign to them. And then after three or four classes, they understand what I'm, what I mean when I say Mars and Sagittarius conjunct Mercury retrograde squaring Neptune. You know, which, by the way, is today. And it's like, okay, so it's a very creative time. It's a very flirtatious time. It's a very dreamy time. It's a great time for art. It's a great time for exercise. Uh, we could be feeling burned out, okay? Mars in Sagittarius can be burning out our adrenals, right? So, and I try to describe it in the most practical way as well. But we start out with astrology. Then we go into the topic for the day. Then we do EFT tapping. If you've never done EFT tapping, it's a wonderful experience, okay? I do that on every call. And then we finish off with uh, a Q&A. And if time, I do readings as well. Uh, so join, if you can, those Sunday calls. But if you can't, you can watch the recording or you can just get the readings. And then we are also packaging a whole bunch of recorded webinars. So let's say you don't have time on Sundays and you're not interested in those topics. You're going to be interested in some of these. We've got Mastering Your Intuition. Uh, we've got EFT tapping through the seven main chakras. And these are all full length two to three hour courses. Keep scrolling if you don't mind. Well, I'll, I'll try to go through this fast. All about angels, archangels, and ascended masters and spirit guides. Um, and you can read all these descriptions on the on the special offer page. Powerful visualization techniques for ascension, learning how to use your third eye. Uh, clearing your inner blocks, activate your maximum financial abundance. 
perfect for stepping into an eight year, which we won't talk about a little bit before I wrap up today. We'll have to talk about it being an eight numerology year and why that's a really good thing. It's a, it's, if you can harness the energies of this eight year and of all the benevolent Jupiter, you know, Jupiter and Taurus, aside from all the stuff I was talking about, Jupiter and Taurus, ever since Jupiter entered Taurus in May, the Dow, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, I saw someone in the, the comments or in the chat talking about the stock market, has shot up almost 5,000 points, okay? <laughs> I know I sound like Jim Cramer now, but it has been a long time since the stock market has shot up like that, okay? This, all the stock markets are at all-time highs. Inflation is at the lowest it's been since 2020, okay? All the economic indicators, in the U.S. at least, are fantastic right now. Now, we may see a recession coming in 2024, which is why it's very important for you to learn how to do the law of attraction. And we have several classes on the law of attraction in these packages. And the first one is clearing your inner blocks to activate your maximum financial abundance. Spiritual grounding, cord cutting, and grounding 101, okay? These are all recorded classes. And there's no obligation to do all of these, but they're all there if you want to. And why not? Okay. Instead of going to my website and purchasing these for $33 or $44 a piece, I'm giving them, I'm literally just handing them to you. Okay. Putting the past in the past. So those are all in package A, B, or C. Package B and C have more. Okay. Package B and C. Um, we also have the VIP only calls where you can hear me not just hear me and watch me, but also literally ask your questions of a group of five Syrian extraterrestrials that I channel once a month on Ascending as One. So every month on the VIP calls for Ascending as One, I get into Trans Channel and I connect with this group of five Syrians that have been connecting with me for quite some time. And they have the most fascinating things to say. Back in July on our Ascending as One channeling call, the Syrians told the whole group, Watch out for October. Something very big in your world is about to happen. And then October 7th happened. Okay. They told us on December call, watch for February. They said something in the Middle East is going to happen in February. Okay. So they, they have very interesting things to share, but it's not just, you know, telling us what's happening in the world. They just, they, they coach us, they guide us on, what they what they do on their planet because on their planet they tell us all the time how they live in tremendous peace and harmony and joy there's no illness there's no disease there's no strife there's no fighting it's just a 24 7 joy it's, although it's not 24 7 they have different hours it's a completely joyful experience and so they tell us about that and they guide us on how to bring that to our little worlds right so you get to join those Syrian channel calls. And I also teach a topic. So we got rune casting and our spring equinox group activation. Okay. That's the information on the two private readings and item 11. Um, and then you get more classes, dissolving the ego. This is package B. Healing with colors. Um, enter to candle and moon magic. Okay. That's magic is one of the best ways that you can harness the energies, especially if you want to do some magic, get these packages with the 10% off discount do a ceremony, do a candle ritual on December 31st or January 1st to launch yourself into having the most abundant possible 2024. And then if you can join our uh, our timeline, highest timeline activation call, stepping in your highest vibration for 2024 on January 7th. And it'll really, really amplify the energies for you and put yourself, you know, the energetic work that we do behind the scenes 
it shows itself in our in our life. And you you can I bet you can think back to a period in your life when you were doing lots of meditation. Maybe you're doing yoga. Maybe you're doing tai chi. Maybe you're doing um, magic. Maybe you were you know uh, working with the astrology. Whatever you were doing, you were working with the energies consciously. Okay, not just kind of waiting for what life brings you, but you were kind of directing your life. And you, I bet you saw pretty cool results in the real world. So if you do the work behind the scenes and, you know, join in on these packages, do the work with us in Ascending as One, do the work uh, with Candle Magic, et cetera. Not only that, uh, change your reality by changing your words. I teach you how to use word magic, okay, to create amazing change in your life, how to move on completely from your ex. A lot of people after the October eclipses are going through relationship changes, so that'll be very helpful for you as well. Creating the 5DU, another uh, activating class on, you know, creating the best version of self. And again, don't feel overwhelmed. Like you have to do all these pick and choose, pick and choose a couple of these webinars that you want to do. That's the best way to go about this. Um, Human energy field 101. Okay. You want to learn about, I talked about uh, with one of our callers about her throat chakra and her solar plexus chakra. You learn all about the inner workings of the human energy field. That's just package B. Package C, we've got even more. Okay. You get that third reading. You get membership for April and Ascending is one as well, which is healing your throat chakra, con connecting with Lemuria and nutrition for Ascension. And you get a, a whole bunch of other calls, as, uh, recorded calls as well. Uh, oh, the other VIP group call, how to do shamanic drumming. And then the recording, recorded calls, you get Awakening to the Divine Masculine. Um, you get uh, Navigating the Dark Night of the Soul. Um, you get a deeper level of forgiveness and addiction relief for light workers. And uh, like we talked about with Layla, how to be a successful spiritual entrepreneur, as well as two bonus activations. So as you can see, these are the biggest packages I've ever, ever offered. Oh, even more, sorry, understanding your past lives, healing your inner child. I put so much in these packages, I forgot what I put in the packages, okay? That's how much I threw in. So these are my gifts to you to get you launched on the most amazing possible 2024. I really hope you take advantage of it, especially considering we're offering a 10% off coupon. Uh, so a limited time only coupon. And so I will put the uh, the coupon code on the page later today. So please do look out for that. But for those of you who are here right now, it is 2024. That, yeah. is, the, that is the code, right? So you can definitely um, use that starting right away. It's already ready to go. And I'm just going to quickly put the, where am I? I'm going to put the link to the special offer page here for everyone yep. that's here now, as well as the code 2024. Okay. Awesome. How If you purchase a package, how long do you have access to all of the classes? Forever. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. You can take as long as you need. As long as to, you need. Yeah. To and look, I, you know, I have heard from uh, many people in the past that have gone through all of them, but I don't expect it. And if you do, like, you know, A plus, that's awesome. But um, I don't expect it. You know, most people, yeah. what's realistic, you're going to you're going to do the readings with me. You're going to join in on a couple of these sending as one calls when you have time. And you don't even have to join the whole call. They're three hours long. You could join for an hour or join for an hour and a half. It's totally fine. Drop in, drop out at, at your convenience. OK, and then do, you know, pick a couple of the webinars that jump out to you. It's like, oh, my God, I got to do this one and do it. And, you know, a lot of times you'll get in a flow and you'll be like, oh, my God, that was awesome. Let me do another one. Right. So there's a question. Um, 
Layla is asking about how long the private readings are with you. Yeah, I don't private readings remember. are 20 minutes, but I work really fast. As you saw how much I was able to read for you, Layla, in what, 90 seconds? So yeah. extrapolate that. I, 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 I really focus, get in a zone. I work as quickly as I can. I can tell, I believe, I don't think this is hubris. hubris. I really believe I can tell you more in 20 minutes than a, most other psychics can in an hour because I'm very connected and I work very quickly. Yeah. And so in package B, there are two readings yeah. available. Yeah, and in package C, there are three. Readings. Minimum of two readings. Yeah. 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 So if, you know, not everything is answered in the first reading or you don't remember all the questions, well, you still have the second reading as well. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. Alara, you know, you and I have done readings together and you've seen I work very quickly, don't I? Yep, very quick and um, uh, so complete. And uh, the the I'm 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 always astonished by the information that comes through. <laughs> it's like yeah, and it's yeah, it, lots of information. It, it it doesn't feel like twenty minutes to be honest. It just it yeah. feels you know it feels like a lot of information, and I feel good about the information that I'm getting. So yeah, I, yeah. I I I never feel like I'm um, not getting enough. Kind right, of thing. right, right. Good, yeah, good for sure. Yeah. yeah, so please do check that out, Layla, and anybody else. Uh, the links are in the chat. Uh, of course, there are the special offer page was also in the email, but the the special code now is uh, 2024. So that's a special bonus that uh, Matthew and I discussed uh, earlier today. So please do yeah. take advantage of that as well. Yeah. Good. All right. So we're going to do an activation, which we have yeah. never done before. What a great way to finish right? off, right? We'll, we'll do an activation um, and uh, help everyone that's on the live call and watching the recording. It's going to be yeah. a lot of people to elevate and put yourself into the highest possible timeline for 2024, right? Yes, I'm excited because I know there's a lot of change going on for a lot of people. And so we could really use that extra energy and frequency and vibrations to assist us as we move forward into in 2024. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get started. So, um, you know, of course, if you're driving or um, operating heavy machinery, if you're operating a crane or something like, you know, hold off, okay? I always find that to be a funny disclaimer for like the spiritual community because how many people, you know, have their headphones in and they're like literally operating a crane at the, you know, but you never know, but don't be driving. That's my ass. I hate when people are doing YouTube lives or Instagram lives or whatever, when you're driving, it's like, brother, focus on the road, please. I know. I know. Oh my goodness. It's like, come on home, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So do not do this if you're driving. But other than that, let's get started. So yeah, let's start with some nice. Deep or if you are driving, pull over and and exactly. and and stop. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, we'll start with some nice deep breathing, and uh, you can close your eyes if you'd like. Okay, eyes open or closed, it's it's totally up to you. Um, and just I like to actually put my hand right over my solar plexus. Speaking of the solar plexus, and to breathe deeply into my hands. Just starting by just relaxing the nervous system, getting nice and relaxed. Focus on the root chakra, which is 
uh, energetic, you know, the energetic portion of you that, you know, on your body, that's the root of your spine. That's the base of your spine. So just imagine that area of your body. Imagine that there's this glowing red chakra there. Okay. About this big, about six inches in diameter. See it glowing and healthy and activated and spinning. And imagine that there's a column of light. You can make it any color you'd like from that root chakra all the way down between your feet and going all the way down to the center of the earth, connecting in to the center of planet earth. And this is grounding and rooting. And also imagining that there's roots, literal tree roots, growing out of your feet and out of your toes, down into the earth below you. If you're in your home or an apartment, just imagine these tree roots growing down from your feet all the way down, connecting into the earth. You can even see your legs themselves becoming like tree trunks. You can even see your entire self becoming like a tree now. Imagine there's kind of like two strings, one that is going down the vertical midline, so right down your spine, and one that is going uh, horizontally through your heart. And that the cross section of that vertical line and the horizontal line is your heart chakra. And this is getting you into complete balance. Imagine now there's four quadrants of you. Each quadrant is in perfect balance with one another. Imagine that you are the four directions. Your head is north. Your space, your spine is south. Your left arm is west and your right arm is east. Seeing yourself as a compass. And now putting yourself into being in perfect harmony with the four directions. And I want you to imagine that you are in a beautiful forest. It's maybe a forest that you've been to, maybe one you've been to recently, or maybe one you remember from a while back. But that this forest is a very special place. It's a very peaceful place. It's a place you know well. It's a place you trust and feel safe in. Imagining it's a warm, comfortable day or whatever your favorite weather is even actually is even better. Whatever your favorite weather is, is happening on this day. You can hear and feel and perceive birds around you, animals around you. You can feel the peaceful and grounding presence of the earth below you. And I'd like you to imagine a series of doors, of floating doors appearing in front of you in this forest. There might be three, there might be four, there might be five. You might even see labels on these doors. The one on the left might say something like lower or lowest 
timeline. The one in the middle might say most likely timeline. The one all the way to the right might say highest possible timeline. And you might be able to perceive or even get a, a, a sense or a glimpse that there's essentially wormholes or portals that are that these doorways or entrances that these doors are entrances into. And if you were to open up these doors, you'll be entering into a specific wormhole or a specific portal. And obviously the one on the left is going to be a lower frequency experience than the one all the way to the right. I want you to think before you enter into the doorway you're going to enter into, which hopefully will be the one on the right. I want you to think about some of the things that are three, four or five things that are most important for you that if they manifested in 2024 for you, you would be so thrilled. You would be so content at the end of the year, looking back if these specific things happen for you. So I want you to just think of those things for a minute. And I want you to think about why, why these things are important to you. What is it about them if they were to manifest that would be giving you something that you've either been missing or haven't fully manifested? And then I want you to think about three or four things that you know for sure are recurring obstacles or blockages for you. These could be specific fears that seem to dog you no matter what. These could be specific patterns of being a behavior that maybe you even perceive your parents have or had or maybe your grandparents had or had been passed down through the lineages, something that you just know on some level you've got to get over, but it's just always been an Achilles heel. So think about those things for a moment. What are those things for you? And just for fun, if you could take these four, these three, four, or five things, these obstacles that have been a recurring issue for you, and distill them, creatively distill them, intuitively distill them into objects, what would they look like? Maybe they don't look pleasant, right? Maybe you don't even want to hold them, and you don't have to hold them. Once you distill each of these obstacles into an object, I'd like you to place it on the ground in front of you. 
And by the way, those doorways are still just kind of floating a few feet ahead of you. So taking these obstacles, morphing them into objects, and then placing them on the ground in front of you. And if it's not a single object, maybe it's a basket of objects. And as you look at now these three, four, five, maybe for some of you, six or seven, even objects in front of you that are representing your recurring obstacles, take a moment to just feel into, is there a part of you that is either afraid to or is resisting in any way if letting go of these? And if there is a part of you I want you to just be with that part for a moment and tell that part of you it's okay. And I understand. I understand why you're afraid. I understand why you're resisting. I understand change is scary. And it's okay. We're going to be okay. I love you. Whether in your mind or out loud, speak that loving kindness to that shadow part of self that is afraid. And now we're gonna ceremoniously at the end of 2023 here, let go of these obstacles because we don't need them. And they're only going to try to push us towards those medium or, you know, most likely or lower timelines. So for some of you, you know, you might want to burn them in a fire and you can imagine you're creating a bonfire. You know, it, this is in our minds so we can do it very quickly. And we're going to just burn each of these items ceremoniously. It's something we do in, you know, magic when we do releasing ceremonies, we just burn the things for some of you, you might, prefer that there's a river beside you and you can throw these things into the river or even an ocean beside you appears or perhaps some of you would like to have your angels if you know who your specific guides and angels are maybe come and take these away for you it's up to you this is your experience this is your activation however you feel called to have these obstacles be ritualistically taken away or removed. I'm going to put mine in a fire because I'm very comfortable working with the element of fire. So, And you might feel a sense of like, whoa, that was scary, but 
I did it, you know, right? Like, oof, that was scary, but I did it. And now that those things are gone, maybe even you feel lighter in your body. Maybe you even feel like you're buzzing now. And you might notice that you're being drawn towards maybe even that, maybe that doorway all the way to the right is even glowing for you. It's welcoming you. And you're going to walk over to that doorway now, courageously put your hand on it, open the doorway, and you're now in a portal. And as you're going through this portal, you're now going to arrive at a scene. This is a future scene of something that's going to happen in 2024, something wonderful that's going to happen in 2024. And I want you to just see yourself enjoying that scene. What does it feel like? What does it look like? What does it smell like? If you're eating food, what does it taste like? Who are the people that are there? Take it in with all your senses and enjoy it. And I want you to uh, smile as you're seeing it and feel a sense of joy, feel a sense of worthiness that yes, this is, this is meant for me and I'm doing it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Feel that sense of gratitude for whatever you're seeing. And then another portal is opening in the scene, a doorway, and you open it and you're going to move to another scene now. Something else that happens in 2024 for you. And enjoy, embrace, and feel gratitude for this scene now. And another doorway opens. And as you get ready to step through that, it's going to bring you to another scene in three, two, one now. And you're seeing another wonderful scene of your highest timeline of 2024. And enjoy this one. And another doorway now opens and we're going to go to one more scene from 2024 as you step through in three, two, one now and arriving at another scene of a wonderful event that you're experiencing in 2024. And enjoy this one and be grateful for it. And as you step through one more portal, it's going to bring you to the end of 2024 to January 1st, 2025 in three, two, one now. And you're seeing yourself wherever you are on January 1st, 2025. And you're looking back at what a wonderful, incredible, expansive year it was for you. All the amazing things you just saw and so many more that you didn't see yet. And I'd like you to imagine that as you turn one way or, or another, there's a guide sitting next to you. Maybe it's an archangel, maybe it's a loved one from the other side. 
Maybe it's a guide that you know, or maybe even a new guide. And I want you to ask this guide, or maybe they're already going to tell you, what advice do you have for me on being in my highest timeline for 2024? And pay attention to any words, feelings, visions, etc. Now I want you to imagine that you're gonna bottle up all of these wonderful visions and good energy that you saw during this into a ball of energy that's about this big, about six inches in diameter. Okay, make it into a ball of energy, all these wonderful visions of all the things you saw. Put them in there. Make it even brighter. Make it glow with golden energy. And I want you to make seven copies now and place each, one of each into each of your seven chakras, starting with the crown and on down. One in the crown, one in the third eye, one in the, in the throat, one in the heart, one in the solar plexus, one in the sacral, and one in the root. And now I want you to see as far, far above you as you could possibly imagine this source, this unlimited source of golden light, of golden energy. And it channels down into a column of light coming all the way down into your crown through all seven of your main chakras, down through the black earth star chakra, which is about a foot and a half below your feet and all the way down to the center of the earth. And both your grounding cord, which we created before, and this golden stream of light are intertwined. And now see from your heart, this golden energy flow out to cover your entire auric field. To cover six feet all around you, feel yourself in the embossed in this golden energy of abundance. You're feeling golden yourself. It's almost as if your skin and all your organs and your hair and everything is turned to gold. And as you once again see these tree roots from the bottoms of your feet and your toes connecting down into the earth, see your, your uh, legs and your torso again seeing yourself turn into this very stable, very peaceful, very joyful tree. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Welcome back everyone. Oh my goodness, that was so powerful. It's so interesting, the um, visions I had of the experiences in 2024, they were all celebrations or, you know, yeah. being with people and either right. being celebrated or just being uh, with people in different 
just different things. It was so, it was it was wonderful. I just I absolutely loved it, and I, I found myself in different uh, situations, different places. Um, but I, I feel like I'm going to be doing a bit of traveling <laughs> in 2024. Wonderful. So that's yeah. great. So how is it all for how how was it for all of you? So beautiful. That was lovely. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. Very powerful. Right. Uh, that felt so full of warmth, love, and joy. Good. Uh, thank you for this empowering process. So powerful and beautiful. Right. And it's like, you know, going into 2024 and then 2025, right, as we're looking back. Right. And just even that feeling was of so much gratitude and so much growth and so much change and expansion. And um. And then, you know, when you were with your guide or angel or loved one, the message that they they, they gave you, that was that, I, too, was so powerful and special. And for me, <laughs> it was about trust yourself and stay yeah. out of fear. So yeah. it's like, and they were so um, emphatic about the stay out of fear. It's like, okay. That was a big one for me. That, you know, my father was sitting next to me, you know, in spirit. And that was a big one for me as well. I think yes. probably for a lot of people. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, so powerful. Yeah, Sandy says, I love that. So powerful. Dawn said, that was so cool. Yeah, and you can always do it again. You know, obviously, right? You can go back and watch the the recording and, or listen to the podcast and do it again. Go you ahead. know, and I was, I was moving through that pretty quickly because um, of, you know, a limited time. But if you join our January 7th call, if you do any of the packages... We're going to do an activation similar to that, but a little different. That is going to be an, a whole hour. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a really, really deep. And we're going to intentionally, we're going to do some magical ritualistic work to activate as a group and amplify the energy as much as we possibly can. So I'd highly encourage if you enjoyed this and you want to activate that even more, sign up for any of the packages and, uh, and make sure you join in for the January 7th, uh, stepping your highest timeline for 2024 call. Awesome. I love that. And and that, that's what it's all about, right? We're, we're at the end of one year, beginning of a new year, and it's not just the year, a new energy, right? So yeah. how can we step into our highest timeline for the next few years, 20 years, et cetera, right? Um, so yeah, that was so, and <laughs> Layla talks about the obstacles that were getting in the way. So uh, I forgot all about that part, but yeah, it's like, I was so glad to, Put them in the fire, you know. Oh, think, me yes, too. Oh, it you know? felt so liberating. <laughs> yeah, it, and, yeah. And, you know, if look when we do things ritualistically, sometimes they're just gone forever, and sometimes our soul says, "Well, you started, and now here's the next step," and you get tested, and then you have to release again and again. Yeah, but Layers. if you like that process of like whether putting it in a fire or putting it in a river or having angels take it away or whatever, remember that. And when you feel these like, you know, Achilles heels of yours come back, if they do, hopefully they don't, but if they do, do it again. Yeah, exactly. Again. And, and and that's the thing with, with the work that we do, it's not always a one and done, right? So a, a lot of times, isn't. sometimes yeah. it is, sometimes it is. It's only one and done when the soul is completely ready for it to be done in that moment. Yeah. If the soul is making it more of a, a, a progression of work for you and ultimately it's up to the soul you'll see it be more of a progression and if you find a process that works well if you like this process repeat it repeat yeah. it over and over 
Uh, I was just going to add really quickly, Matthew, that when we were doing the putting the obstacles in the fire, one thing that I did was I thanked it for the blessings and the lessons. You know, That's, as I was yes, yes. putting them in the fire, I was thanking them for the blessings and the lessons, you know, for... Because that's why that's why we have those obstacles, right? To to teach it, us it something, is. show it us is. something and about ourselves, you know. You know so. and, and this is so relevant for this, just to bring everything full circle, which I love to do. We started talking, you know, at the beginning of this masterclass about Chiron stationing on this full moon. And this is something I wrote about in my article about this full moon yesterday, was that our shadow shows us the way to the light. Okay, so it's we we find the light that we are meant to become through working with the shadow, and that's the essence of Chiron in in astrology in in our charts, and it's through giving the the acknowledgement and the gratitude toward the shadow aspects of self are easiest when we've overcome them more, but if you can give gratitude and appreciation ahead of time even if you don't fully understand why you're thanking these shadow aspects of self, but just acknowledging that everything is meant to be, there are no mistakes and these shadow aspects of self were meant to be with you or are meant to be with you for whatever amount of time they are, that it accelerates the process of transmuting these into your light, into your service mission, into who you're meant to be for the world. So it's through the shadow that we find our own personal light. Absolutely. And so that's why I'm always grateful for the challenges, the obstacles, the difficulties, yep. whatever hap is happening. I'm grateful for it because it's showing me what I sometimes still need to work on, what I need yep. to release, and just showing me a little bit more about who I am and how I'm functioning. Because sometimes we get caught up in the everyday. We, we don't realize stuff yep. that's happening. So absolutely. Always give gratitude for everything. Because I always say, give you know, everything is here to serve you um, for your highest good, right? It is. Yeah, absolutely. beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, one second here. How see. long are the one-on-one -on -one readings in the packages? There's there's two 20-minute readings in package B and three 20-minute readings in package C. So you can think of it as 40 minutes minimum or 60 minutes minimum, depending on the package. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, great question, Don. Thank you for asking again. And uh, and before I we wrap up, I just wanted to mention the numerology because we I know that we pitched that. It is an eight-year. 2024 is an eight-year. And, you know, this was a seven year 2023, which was about um, discovering knowledge and furthering our connection with the angelic realms, right? Seven, 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 seven is the angel number of connecting with the other side, right? And that's one of the wonderful things that Saturn and Pisces has done, as I mentioned before, is creating mass spiritual awakening and mass, you know, it, connections for even lay people, so to speak, with the other side. Whereas an eight year we're coming into in 2024 is the opportunity to actualize as who you're meant to become for the planet, actualize in your service mission. Eight is the number of actualization. It's the pinnacle of success, of power, and of abundance, right? So for those that are on this path of abundance, and please utilize the resources in these packages that I, I'm giving to you guys uh, to, to maximize your potential here, but in an eight year for the world, the opportunity, if you can effectively, like we move through those obstacles and effectively affirm that highest timeline for yourself energetically and effectively use the law of attraction to your advantage, this can be literally the most prosperous year you've ever had. Even if there's an economic recession that begins, which isn't even guaranteed, 
It's likely, but it's not even guaranteed. It doesn't matter. If you use the spiritual principles, because this is an eight year, you can see such a wonderful, prosperous year financially uh, and, and everything else you enjoy. Like you've mentioned travel and uh, friendship and, and connection with others, anything that's health, right? Anything that's important to us. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. And yeah, I forgot about that. You had mentioned that it, it's an eight year. So of yeah. course, you know, and that's why you, you were t- saying to Layla too, it's like, it's time for you to step into your, you know, your, your soul mission work, your healing, et cetera, yeah. you know, doing the work. Um, this, this is the time and for this all of us to, yeah. to grow and to serve and do our work, uh, inner work and outer work. Right. So whatever we're, happens we're be, to be, we're given it's think of it as 2024 is the most opportunistic year we've had to date. Wow. For those of us that are light, and I'm serious with that, that those, those of us that are light workers um, that are intentionally incarnated in this time period in the 21st century, in this transition between the age of Pisces and the age of Aquarius, right? Which we talked at length about. Mm. 2024 is the most opportunistic year yet. Despite anything that happens in the outside world, it is the most opportunistic year yet. Take advantage of it. Beautiful. Well, and if you start the year off, great. It puts you, you know, it it maximizes your potential. So I love it. Thanks for doing this call. And if you feel called to please join us for ascending as one in January uh, for January 7th, step into your highest vibration call and all the other amazing perks of those packages as well. Yes, please do take a look at the packages that Matthew is offering. Take advantage of them. They're very, very powerful. Lots of information, lots of wisdom, lots of guidance, lots of teaching. Lots of transformation is available for you. And of course, his readings are amazing and quick and so much that he gives in his readings. So definitely don't be fooled by the 20 minutes. You know, it's, it's, it's not about the 20 minutes. It's about how much he gives in that time with you. <clears throat> so please do take a look at that. And of course, don't forget the, the discount code, coupon code 2024. <clears throat> My voice is starting to go now. So Thank you so much, Matthew. Thank you so much, everybody, for all your questions, comments, and feedback uh, in the chat as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, yeah, I mean, it's the it's the end of the season thirty three. <laughs> yeah. So I just it's like that, yeah. that's a master number, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's been a powerful season. So it's been a powerful with year. Season thirty four, energetically speaking, your platform and you, because your platform is you in a way. Mm-hmm. It's all. Just like ascending as one is me, like it's going to enter into its next stage of its spiritual evolution iteration. So I'm excited. I know I'm, uh, I, you, you're, you're going to already have me back for season 34 at some point, but yeah, I'm excited to <laughs> see what is the next step in the evolution for awake, the awakened to happiness now. Global exactly. There's a, there's a lot changing. There's a lot coming, but it's like, you know what, let's, you know, let's bring it right. Let's yeah. bring it 2024. It's going to be an amazing year for yeah. all of us. So let's, let's bring all of us together on this journey and um, be in that, in, in that energy of abundant the energy of service work, whatever it is that we like to do and are called Amen. to do. So please Amen. do. Um, so happy new year, everyone coming happy up. New year. And thank you so much for being a part of my journey. I so appreciate all of you. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will be putting out the the, the replay shortly in a few hours. So please do take advantage of watching it again, listening to it again, and of course, working with Matthew in his programs. They're awesome, amazing, powerful. Uh, I, I can't say enough about them. So definitely please do that. And I will see you all in the new year. 
some of you who are in my inner circle, I'll see you tomorrow. But the rest of you, I will see you next year. Right. Thank you so much, everyone. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all so much love and blessings. Bye for now, everyone.